0: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee is 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com you've waited all week and now the wait is over it's the only unfiltered media podcast in america this is trash talk on WEEI.com. here he is your boy blind mike blind mike, mike. mike. Why is he running, Dad? Because we have to chase him. Okay, we're going in! Go, go! Move! He didn't do anything wrong. Because he's the hero Gotham deserves. But not the one it needs right now. So we'll hunt him.
1: Because he can take it. Because he's not a hero.
0: He's a Simon guardian. A watchful protector. A dark knight. Lurking in the shadows. Protecting your ears. From lies <laughs> serving justice to the people the vigilante of radio i am blind mike welcome back folks i know uh a lot more people might be listening this week because uh last week was one more one of our more popular episodes i don't know why i don't know uh so uh, someone i noticed retweeted the show seems like he has a lot of followers and uh, and quote. it wasn't colin it was not, oh, Jesus Christ. It certainly, Colin did not add anything to the show last week. Uh, but uh, we had a lot a lot more response than usual. And uh, a lot of people calling me the ballsiest guy here at WEI, the only guy with any guts left here at the station. I want to clarify something. Uh, first of all, all the Minifans that reached out to me, uh, I appreciate everything you said. And uh, a lot of it was right. I am pretty great. Pretty ballsy guy right here. Um, but I do want to clarify something. First of all, uh, last week on the episode, when I addressed... <laughs> I'll say this so I don't get in trouble. When I addressed the uh, possible upcoming change at Barstool Radio, that's all I talked about, right. is what show might go to Barstool. Um, the strange thing is, you know, a lot of people posted a lot of the uh, parody accounts and whatnot... Uh, took my podcast and, you know, said uh, Blind Mike's the only guy uh, with the balls to talk about this stuff. And uh, in a lot of cases that's true, and I appreciate you guys acknowledging uh, that I kind of went out on a limb there. But I do have to say in defense of my uh, cohorts here at WEI, particularly like a guy like Mutt. Like I know Mutt's been getting a lot of shit lately. Um, And if I can defend them a little bit. I will just say that it's a lot easier to be a guy with nothing to lose. Um, I have, other than this podcast, nothing to lose. You know, I'm a single guy. My only real expense is rent. Uh, And that's pretty much, and I don't get paid from this podcast. So I I have nothing to lose really um, when I talk about stuff I feel needs to be talked about. Uh, So it's a lot easier for me to just go out and talk about it. It's a lot easier for me than other guys that have, you know, a wife and kids and responsibilities. Uh, So I will say that. But I also want to add that I can't imagine doing this show and not at least addressing or acknowledging the biggest story out there. Um, And as I said on Twitter earlier in the week, the reason I will always be Uh, fiercely loyal to a guy like, whether it's Kirk Minahan or Dave Portnoy, guys like that, uh, well, A, because they've been good to me. Minahan's done my podcast a couple times when he has not had any reason to. Uh, Dave Portnoy gave me a job and, uh, uh, you know, a career, really. Like, I wouldn't have had the, the same career path without Dave Portnoy. That's number one. But the, the real reason I will always defend those guys is because without them, there's no chance for me. Um, if Kirk Minahan and Dave Portnoy and guys like that are successfully silenced in this business, then I have zero chance because I'm not as entertaining as them. Um, I'm not as original as them. <laughs> so if I'm just an edgy, you know, a guy trying to be edgy uh, with – Less talent than them, and they're not even able to to succeed at that. Then what? I, I have I have zero chance.
1: I feel like I should be playing violin music right now, like <laughs> sad music. Yes,
0: I'm a very I'm a sweet boy. <laughs> and I just want to, uh, you know, kind of defend the guys I look up to. But I also understand why other guys don't. Um, and I think a lot of the the you know parody accounts and the Minifans out there. Uh, I think they were angry that they were called misinformed this week. And I don't think that they are necessarily, but then again, I don't know everything. Um, like I said last week, I'm not I'm not an insider. Uh, I essentially have the same information you guys do, other than the rare things I hear when people don't realize I'm passing their office. <laughs> That's basically the only inside info I get is uh, when I'm walking by, someone may not realize I'm in the area. So I slow down a little bit to (laughs) eavesdrop. That's the only real inside info I have. No one talks to me. No one tells me anything. Um, But from what I know, I think everyone uh, more or less has it right to an extent. Um, But I will add that since I don't know everything, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that I don't have any clue about. But what I will say that's scary to me, is that uh, I did an episode, I think uh, episode 28 of this podcast, um, where I talked about uh, some of my own depression and anxiety, and boo-hoo, Mike, we get it. No, but I talked about a lot of that stuff uh, weeks ago, and it worries me that a guy can take a leave of absence for mental health reasons. Uh, Unless that was just a a clever ruse of some kind, which I don't think, to my knowledge, it was not. Uh, A guy can take a leave for uh, mental health reasons and not be allowed back. That petrifies me. Uh, Because I'm probably a lot crazier than Kirk Minahan or anyone else. I just haven't combusted yet. It's all bottled down deep inside, baby. Um, So... That 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 worries me a little. When you see it, it's like, okay, the guy left because he, he was suicidal, and now he's not being allowed back in the building. You know what does that what does that mean for me someday if I need the same need to seek the same help? Um, you know what does that mean? I don't know. Um, and as far as any contract stuff, again, I don't know anything. I'm not 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 an insider, but I will tell you a little story. About a show called Opie and Anthony. Oh, boy. That I have referenced before. Um, When they were at CBS Radio uh, back in 2002, they pulled a stunt called Sex for Sam. And that was Sex for Sam was sponsored by Sam Adams. That's the Sam part. Uh, And the sex part. Wait, what? It was sponsored by Sam (laughs) Adams. And the sex part was couples... I think four or five couples um, were up against each other and would go around New York City and have sex in different public locations. And based, I've not heard about this. Based on it was years ago. Okay, you were just a you were just a girl, a young lad. Um, and based on where they would go, they would get a certain number of points. So I think like a church was the most points. To uh, have sex in. <laughs> and a couple, sure enough, went to uh, St. Patrick's Cathedral. Uh, they got the cops called Bold out on them. They were arrested. Blah, blah, blah. Long story short, uh, Opie and Anthony got in trouble, were taken off the air, but they were not fired because CBS didn't want them to go to another radio station. Um, so what they did is they had two more years left on their contract, I believe. Uh, So CBS just let them sit out for two years. Kept them under contract. Didn't violate the contract or anything. Um, Just forced them to sit until the end of the contract so that they couldn't go anywhere else. So that has happened before. I don't know if it's possible, and I'm not saying that it pertains to any particular situation. But I've seen that speculated. And I'm just saying I know that that's happened before. I don't have any idea uh, if it's legal in this state or anything else. I don't know. But I'm just saying that I that I know I'm an open Anthony or I was an opening Anthony fan and uh, I know that that is what happened to them so for the people that are wondering about that it is as far as I know possible but I don't know again I don't know the legalities and how things have changed over the last 20 years um, so I hope that kind of sums it up I don't wanna you know even I even the vigilante of radio is a little afraid to get into these topics and I think I've again done a good job of uh, Dancing through the raindrops. <laughs> I I didn't hear anything about last week's episode from oh, really? from anyone. No one, other than Minahan retweeting it, no one said anything to me about it. I didn't get in trouble. So um, as far as any censoring goes, none was done. And I think that's it's, – it, it's one of two things. It's either that I did a spectacular job of saying things without saying them. Like when they listened, they were like, well, he didn't really say anything wrong. So what are we going to do? Or I am so irrelevant <laughs> and so far under the radar that they simply didn't know I'd do a podcast. We'll here go anymore. with
1: the first one. We'll <laughs> go with the I like to
0: tell one. myself the first one. Um, but apparently there's a big uh, again. I just saw on Twitter. I don't know. You guys know more than me. The, you fans know more than me. But I saw on Twitter big meeting here tomorrow mm. allegedly. Mm-hmm. You saw that too?
1: Well, I, they were talking about it this morning.
0: Oh. So, so I think it's
1: fair game, right? They were talking about it.
0: Right. I would think. Caitlin says it's a fair game, guys. Play hard. <laughs>
1: um, I'm just a sick, sick girl over um, here. I
0: yes. don't know what I'm talking about. I apologize, folks. Both Caitlin and I are sick. I don't know mm-hmm. if, my, if you can tell with my voice. A um, little Kaylin bit. Caitlin is, is shoveling down cough drops. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a real germ. Ha- it, it's a, th- we should be wearing hazmat suits. Really, we should. Um, so yeah, big meeting tomorrow, and and like I said, I think the end result of all of this will eventually be Kirk being back on the air here at WEI. And the only reason I say that, A, because that barstool announcement doesn't give him enough time to start a show, like I said last week.
1: Yeah, so is not is the barstool show next week then?
0: Yes. Right? Well, they're announcing it next week. I don't know if it's starting. Oh, okay. I don't know what the deal is with that. But uh, keep your ears tuned in for that. Uh, it's not me. A lot of people speculate. Don't lie you. to us. It's not me, unfortunately. I would tell you. I, or... I wouldn't tell you because I probably wouldn't be allowed to, but there'd be a much bigger skip in my step. <laughs> <laughs> I would not give a shit about anything. It would be kind Mike. Yeah. Yeah, right. Kind Mike would be in there. Phoning it in. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's not enough time to get a show prepared. But also because they keep referencing him and his name is still on the show mm-hmm. and his voice is still used in promos. I think if they wanted him completely gone, he would be um but you know what i I, I sympathize with the fans that want more answers because i th- I think where it gets misconstrued, and I think where people get mad and say ah you, you're misinformed you don't know what you're ta- you're idiots you don't know what you're talking about is people get upset that the fans are uh, uh, attacking them, but really what the fans want are answers, and a lot of them are very good at going about that, and a lot of them are you know. Don't know the best way to do it. But it's just, in radio, more than any other medium, you get attached to these Because you feel like you know them. You listen to guys for four hours a day. They talk about their personal lives. You know their kids' names. Uh, you know the, you know their wife. You know where they masturbated in the car 40 years ago. Um, so you feel like you get a sense that you know these guys. So when something happens to them or you feel like they're being wronged or whatever, you want answers. Uh, So I don't think it's wrong of the fans to want that. Um, And I'll always try to remember that as a guy getting in radio. You know, hopefully I have a show someday. And when the fans turn on me, (laughs) I'll try and remember what it was like to be a fan of radio. Because I want answers, too. You can't just yell at the fans and say, ah, you're all idiots. Because they're not. A lot of them are spot on with what's going on. And, you know, a lot of them aren't. That's just the the belly of the beast, my friends. Um... So, that's pretty much it. I have other problems Uh-oh. with stuff uh, Jerry Callahan said this week. But we'll get into that later. That's one of our uh, other topics that w- that we will get into. Um, but, yeah, that's all. I, I, I'm trying to think if I missed anything before we move on, and I don't think so. Um, it's just that I'm the ballsiest guy around. I can't be wrong. Real- and, you know what? Another reason I'll always uh, defend a guy like Minahan. Is that, like I said, that's my only hope. And I, I heard something discouraging here. Um, essentially, that I won't be on the air unless I kind of start kissing ass a little more. And that's understand. That's any job. You know what I mean. You kind of if 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 your boss doesn't like you, you're not going to get
1: promoted. Got to brown nose it a little
0: sure. bit. but. I, I kind of realized there was no looking into my my merit. There was no, like, listening to the podcast or listening mm-hmm. to me with Gilroy and saying, well, this kid's capable of doing it. Let's give him a shot here. Um, that was never done. It was that uh, I wasn't making news. Um, I wasn't a big enough name. And I wasn't, you know, smooching the, the rear end of enough people. Uh, so that was discouraging. And what I know from Dave Portnoy... My, my friend and mentor is that there at Barstool no matter how much they hate you if you're talented you got a job if you put in work and you and it's good content and it creates page views you got a job it, there's plenty of guys there that Portnoy doesn't like or that annoy Portnoy or whatever, or the, the badmouth Portnoy but he realizes con- it's all content baby um, and I think Minahan is one of those guys as well. And uh, I I respect and appreciate guys that uh, reward you based on your merit and not based on how many uh, nice things you say about them or how many jokes you make on Twitter (laughs) about them. All right. Um, And, you know, if I missed anything, it's not because I'm, as you guys know by now. It's certainly not because I'm afraid. I ain't no bitch. I ain't no pussy. (laughs) Uh, It's obviously not because I'm afraid. It's just because I forgot about it. So uh, tweet me at blindmike__. And uh, for the Minna fans that just wanted to hear that rant and are tuning out now, <laughs> make sure you uh, give us a five star rating and positive review on uh, the old iTunes. Um, before we get into the topics, I have one other housekeeping item. Uh oh. I want to get into housekeeping, and I kind of want your opinion on this. Oh, no. We had a we had a guest in last week, a man who was going around town, calling himself my co-host. So when I found that out, I said, "Well, we might as well get him in here and see right. what he's got." And he's a guy that bothered me for a long time about coming on the show. You know, he wanted he wanted he wanted your job, babe. He wanted to be producer. I'll fight him. <laughs> not in this condition.
1: No, right. Just take, Maybe some next rest. week. Get some rest
0: first. <laughs> um. So I gave him a shot. I let him in here, and when I talked about the Minahan stuff, I understand any of you guys not wanting to jump in on that. I get that because again. Takes a set of balls. i say
1: some of us are pussies, Mike. We yeah. can't help it.
0: It takes a set of <laughs> brass nuts <laughs> to talk about that kind of stuff. So I, I I get that completely. But we spent I mean maybe ten minutes on it of an hour long podcast. I
1: remember when you said you were bad at like a, like time. Yeah, yeah. It was it was more than ten minutes. It was okay. like <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like twenty was five minutes. Okay, it was twenty five
0: minutes. <laughs> I don't. know. But that means half the podcast. Right. There was we talked time. about other stuff. Right. And there were times. So Colin was in here last week, and when Jared left, I was kind of kind of looking for a voice that wanted to contribute as much as he did, right? That also wouldn't uh, steal money. <laughs> that was that was the ideal candidate. Uh, so and and Colin's a guy. He's interesting, dumb as a rock, absolute <laughs> moron. Uh, com- makes uh, Chris Curtis and Mutt look like Neil DeGrasse Tyson. G- genuinely like he's a dumb dumb guy but he's interesting he's like an oj conspiracy theorist i know
1: like i wish i heard some of his yeah right i just and he has i want to rant he
0: he he randomly just asked me all these like would you rather type questions and stuff like that and he's interesting so i said all right come on the podcast and my my logic was if i get serious with the minahan stuff then he's a nice he takes the edge off you know can go back and forth with some some fun stuff he was awful. <laughs> he – let me ask you because maybe I'm biased. What did you feel the vibe in the room was last week <laughs> as far as Colin? Like when I would go to him for things.
1: Well, I was looking forward to like a classic Colin-Mike like – what am I trying to – like rant battle. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. like, like
0: me making fun of him and him going back. At right, because I've seen
1: it. that before like outside of the podcast and it's like entertaining, you know, just to, to listen to you guys. So I was like, oh, he'd be perfect for for the podcast. Um, my, I get what you said, like why he wouldn't want to contribute about the KNC stuff. Yeah. Um, I just think like you even you asked him out front, like what do you want to talk about? <laughs> I asked and, him
0: ten times. Right. I, I like I would look over at him while I'm while I'm in the middle of uh, the Sean White thing or the Don Lemon thing or whatever the hell else we talked about last week. I look over at him. And he's looking at his phone. And hey, I don't blame him. I get bored with the podcast half the time. (laughs) So I I understand. Um, Maybe I'm not the most entertaining guy. But I look over and he's on his phone. And first of all, I think this is a guy that's asked me over and over again to come on the podcast. I give him a shot and he's looking at his phone. So I say, instead of screaming at him and saying, hey, idiot, how about you look up at me and have a conversation? I say, seems like you're bored. What would you talk about? on the podcast right it's, whoa hey whoa putting me on the spot man whoa why are you attacking me like this and i was like what could you imagine not that i am one one millionth of the show that kirk and gallion is but if they brought me in after i've been asking for months to be part of that show if they brought me in and said all right mike you got the floor and i went whoa hey guys jesus this is your show come on be prepared They'd be like, okay, well, you're never coming back again. Right. <laughs> so then, uh, and you know, the Men of Fans have told me I've got some integrity. And I don't like to let you guys down. But I said to myself, Colin will not be back on the podcast. And then he said, uh, here's an edible. And I said, all right, fine. <laughs> on. So essentially, I have integrity uh, unless you can offer me drugs at a time that I want them. That's basically where my integrity dies. The truth comes out. Yeah, so I said, "Come back on the podcast," because he he assured me that uh, he just didn't have enough time to prepare. And if I gave him another shot, I think because yeah, that, from
1: me. from Colin's point of view, I think that he didn't like he thought that he wasn't given enough information of like how to prepare.
0: Well, he was, but fine. Right. That's
1: where you guys. That's where your stories differ. He right. thinks you guys or
0: I sandbagged him. <laughs>
1: right, and then you think that he had plenty of time to i mean even if like when you were talking about knc he could have been like thinking of something to say i don't or, know like there or was so much
0: taking the company line and argued with me <laughs> you know what i mean whatever you know yeah. just say something something of substance for god's sake
1: i know i would i just wonder like if something was happening like the the good person in me wants to be like oh maybe he was having a bad day because no, I've-, I've never seen colin that quiet ever he's
0: just an idiot ever in my life he choked he I choked. guess
1: maybe he just yeah you made him nervous. He got I in don't here know. and he
0: choked. So he said, "Just give me one more shot." I say, "Okay." Uh, today the podcast starts and Caitlin, I don't see well, so I need you to help. <laughs> you me. don't say. I, don't, I they call me blind Mike for oh, okay. a reason. I, okay. My eyes are poor. Is Colin in the room right now? I don't. I don't see him. No. Okay. So it's not just my eyes. He's not here. Colin. No, he's not here. <laughs> so. <laughs> I did see him earlier, The guy begged though. me twice to be on. Once he didn't talk, right. the second time he didn't show up. Right. And he was
1: here. He was in the building this morning.
0: Well, so that's it. You won't hear from Colin again. Now, my favorite tweet from uh, last week.
1: Wait, but what if he offers you drugs?
0: Well, it depends on how badly oh. I want him at oh, the Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, I thought my favorite tweet was uh, about you, actually, last week. Did you see that? What?
1: No. Oh, God. Someone
0: tweeted at me of all the response like people would say hey mike's got some balls yeah or people, you know some people said like I, I i didn't make any sense or whatever but it was mostly nice comments but i got one that i thought was my favorite oh no and it was um who's the female voice on the show oh, i don't boy. i don't get it <laughs> i don't <laughs> get if, it as if to say like hey, all right pal what's your angle here <laughs> what are you what are you trying to pull he what so i said uh, my producer and he says oh okay I haven't listened to the show in a while, so I think it was just someone that was used to uh, either oh. Jared or Dan. And they are like, like, "What's this going girl? on?" But the way the way it sounded was, uh, "All right, buddy, what are you trying to pull with this <laughs> <was> female like, <laughs> bull? I'm not buying it.
1: <laughs> I'm not buying." She's it. She's not yourself. a real girl.
0: Yeah. So for anyone that doesn't know, the uh, sultry voice that you hear—that is Caitlin. <laughs> not today, though. Oh no, it sounds excellent. Oh, sounds God. better than usual. Oh. <laughs> um. So yes, that is Caitlin, my producer. Until uh, she decides. That uh, uh, I'm an asshole and quits because I'm not paying her enough. Uh, I'm sure that's coming soon. All right. Enough of my own nonsense. Um, let's get into some... Uh, some uh, oh, Another member of the Intercom family. What? Well, let me correct that. Former member. Uh, WFN Craig Carton. You ever heard of him? You probably have not. Craig Carton. Yes. Craig Carton... Used to do the morning show with Boomer Esiason oh, yes over at WFAN. Mm-hmm. And then there was a little legal mix-up <laughs> where uh, it seemed like he was running a Ponzi scheme that bilks people out of millions of dollars. Um, so Craig Cardin was fired from WFAN, obviously. But he assured the people. He started uh, some YouTube show. I think about fantasy football or something. But I would see clips from time to time. Anytime uh, WFAN was in the news, like the Beningo thing or Francesa, Craig Carton would have his, throw his two cents in on the matter. And I remember every time I'd, I'd throw that on to see what he said, he, he would preempt it with, uh, you know, and I'll talk more about my situation at FAN once I'm allowed to. Once this legal stuff gets cleared up. like He talked about it in a way that, like, you know, we all know this is nonsense once it gets thrown away. I'll be allowed to talk. Well, yesterday, uh, he was convicted on all charges, and he is facing up to 45 years in prison.
1: Oh, my God.
0: So, he was essentially running a company like Ace Ticket or StubHub or any of those. And you're familiar with those, right? You're familiar with StubHub? Right. So, what StubHub does is it takes seats to events. uh, It buys them up resells them for a higher price to uh, you you find people. So for a sold-out event, you can't get it from the team or the, uh, the the venue. You go to StubHub, you get tickets. Craig Carton, we're in a similar operation. And you might say, Mike, what's illegal about that? You say, StubHub does it. That's a perfectly legal company. And I would say, yes, you're correct. However, uh, when you use the StubHub tickets, you can get into the venue. Uh-oh. <laughs> when you used Craig Carton's tickets... Uh, they were fake. Damn it, Craig. <laughs> they were fake tickets. So how long
1: did it take people to realize that? Like, that every ticket he was selling was See, fake? See,
0: I don't know because I, I, I assume not all of them were. Oh, okay. That has to be what was happening. Um, but a lot of them were and he was scamming people and uh, for, for millions of dollars. And my question is, like, if I found out you, Caitlin, just a you know, struggling uh, producer.
1: Definitely just, struggling. Just
0: making – Trying to make ends meet, living yep. in the city, <laughs> yep. you know? Um, if I found out you were running a Ponzi scheme like that, I'd say, hey, good for Caitlin. Right? You know what I mean? She, Gotta make my money somehow. Exactly. She found a way to say, uh, to say, fuck the man. She beat the system for a little while. She got caught. That's the risk you run, baby. You got caught. You flew too close to the sun. You tried. And you made some money doing it. Craig Cardin was making like $2 million a year. Right. Like for what FIM. benefit was he? Yeah, like why... Bother. and the only thing I could come, I assume he had to be a horrible gambler, <laughs> like a real degenerate. Um, that's the only thing, right? Like if you, yeah, you have to have some sort of addiction you're you're feeding. If you I need guess. to scam people, if you're already making millions a year, and you still need to scam people out of money, that's crazy. Um, but we'll see. As uh, Minahan pointed out on Twitter, we'll see who gets back on uh, back on air first now, uh, Craig Carton or Kirk Minahan. Uh, it's very interesting. Now. There's some other stuff going on at WFAN. But first, I, I don't know if I wanted to get to that. Because first I want to get to uh, the Pete Davidson stuff. Good old Pete. Your boy, Pete Davidson. My boy. Um, I got a lot of shit for defending Pete Davidson on Twitter. And I guess people think I'm uh, against the military now because I defended Pete Davidson. How dare you. First, let's play the joke. Okay. And then I will explain myself. Uh, This guy's kind of cool. Dan Crenshaw. Uh, Oh, come on, man. (laughs) Yo, hold on. Uh, You may be surprised to hear he's a congressional candidate from Texas and not a hitman in a porno movie. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry. I know he lost uh, his eye in in war or whatever. (laughs) So... Now, as I say all the time on this podcast, <laughs> comedy is so much better when you have to dissect it and break it down and go bit by bit and explain every little thing. Isn't it so much funnier? Right. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be funnier if you went to a stand up show and after every joke, someone was like, Now, the reason this is funny is that just, you know, comedy is so much better when you remove the spontaneity from it. Um, so let me tell you the reason that's a joke is that. It's purely based on his looks. It's got nothing to do with the fact that uh, Dan Crenshaw is a veteran. It's strictly that he's got an eye patch. Um, Pete, I, I, I said the only crime that Pete Davidson committed other than his hair. What is with the hair? I don't know. Can it's you, like, is that a thing for girls or something? Pete? No,
1: definitely not. You know, like bleached blonde hair? I don't hair? know. It looks like and it's like not completely bleached. It's weird. It's yeah. got like some dark roots. It's like, it's God help you, Pete.
0: like 90s boy band right. kind of a thing. <laughs> So I, and he's a weird guy. Like, he got a Hillary Clinton tattoo. It's – I kind of just went through this in, like, my mid-20s. I was – I didn't know who I well, – I still don't. But, you know, you're you're, you're trying to figure out who you are. You
1: had a, bleach a, blonde as hair. As a
0: person. But I didn't have money and I didn't have people just <laughs> telling me not to do shit. I mean, I did have people telling me not to do shit. I didn't have yes men around me or anything. So maybe that's what Pete Davidson's going through. Like he doesn't have anyone to tell him, hey – that's a stupid fucking idea. Don't get your girlfriend's so, name tattooed on you.
1: Did sorry, no, maybe I should. Oh, let go you. ahead. Um, did he write the joke? Like I thought in SNL. I, like, yes, he, I assume so. He wrote the joke. Yeah, because I thought that they like read off of.
0: Proms. They do read off of cue cards and like Michael Shays or but Pete Davidson. I think, to my knowledge, I don't watch SNL anymore because it is so bad. So it's weird when I have to defend SNL. I think SNL is horrible now. Without um, Andy Sandberg. Yes. Yeah. Without Andy Samberg and Bill Hader. uh, It sucks. It's so bad. And just because they try to be it tries to be a political show. Like If you look at all the great SNL sketch, I mean, a lot of it is, you know, uh, Will Ferrell's Bush or uh, uh, Dana Carvey's Bush or whatever. It's the it's the political shit. But a lot of it is just the original characters. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, who are the great characters on SNL? Oh, these these no names like Alec Baldwin and Matt Damon and Robert De Niro and Ben Stiller. <laughs> like they just have A list celebrities come in and play all the good characters. None of the cast is in anything anymore. Right?
1: Like I don't think I can name other people
0: like Pete Davidson, Michael Shea, and Kevin right. Jost are all I know. Yeah. And, uh, what's I her name? Say just Pete. Kate Davidson. McKinnon. Yeah. That's all I know. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Pete Davidson wrote that because I think that's all he does on SNL is the Weekend Update stuff. Okay. Um, I've never seen a sketch. Not that I would, because I don't watch it. But I don't really see him in sketches or anything like that. Um, so I think he writes that, and it's almost like stand up at the desk kind of a thing. Hmm. Um, now, if I can explain the joke for you, it's that there's a guy in an eye patch. Now, if that isn't mockable anymore, then um, I don't. I don't know what it is.
1: I couldn't tell you the last time I saw somebody wearing an eye patch. An eye,
0: right. Like, but it's, I mean, obviously, it's silly looking. Now. How he got it is tragic and heroic, and all the all the things that people that are criticizing Pete Davidson are saying, they're right. The guy's a hero. You know what I mean? You go to war, right. you, you 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 take a wound like that, and you still manage to make a successful career for yourself right. in politics. That's a that's a heroic guy, and a guy we should all aspire to be like. But he's also a public figure. He's also a person. Uh, like, are you telling me that... You know, and I made the comparison to myself, obviously. The guy's a lot... You know, I got some balls, as we've all pointed out. Some some, some brass balls. Right, I was like, what did you say? Steel balls? I am... Brass- some would say I'm heroic. And, uh, I, you know, I'll concede the floor to a guy like Dan Crenshaw. I dare say he's even more heroic than I am. Um, the guy's a war hero, plain and simple. But... You know, I'm visually impaired. I go by blind mic. I'm sure that's offensive to some people. I'm sure some people wouldn't like that. But it's like, hey, it's a, it's a mockable thing. I've made myself or trying to make myself a public figure, even if people don't notice yet. Um, so it's like, hey, you know, people with impairments or disabilities or whatever uh, should be able to make fun of that. And other people should be able to make fun of that. Now, if Dan Crenshaw was just a guy... That joined the military, uh, suffered that wound, and became a private citizen and just had a family. And Pete Davidson found him and mocked him on national television. That would be awful. There'd be just no no call for that. <laughs> but that's not what he did. He took a public figure during an election who was running for office, and made fun of the fact that he wears an eye patch. Um, he stumbled to the joke. Is the only thing I think he could criticize, and. That's why he's laughing after is because he knows he fucked up the joke a little bit. He meant to say a hitman in a porno movie, and he said a hitman from in a porno. Like, he fucked it up a little bit. So then Michael Shea starts going, oh, my God, like, you know, playing the uh, straight man, I guess. <laughs> and uh, then Pete Davidson obviously knows people are going to be offended by that. So he goes, hey, I know he we went to war. or So like he's kind of mocking. He's like, obviously, this guy is. Better than me as a person. He even made a joke about how he looked like he uh, like made meth in his basement or something like that. Right. I forget what I forget his joke about himself exactly, but it was something like that. Like he made fun of his looks. So, and Pete Davidson's dad died on nine eleven. Right. From and this is a what this right? is what disgusted me about Jerry Callahan this week. Other than the obvious, um, was that he said you know Pete Davidson's father would be ashamed of him. If you were alive today. It's like, first of all, asshole, could you imagine if anyone said that about your father? People don't forget the Metco Gorilla thing, Jerry. You know what I mean? Like people, people have memories and people can make assumptions about you. And I know Jerry would be very offended if anyone said that his father was embarrassed, which he shouldn't be. Jerry's great at his job. uh, Excellent radio guy. Excellent writer. Uh, No one should be embarrassed and no one should tell his father how to think about him. Same with Pete Davidson. We don't know what the fuck his father would think about that. Maybe he would have laughed. Maybe that's where Pete got that sense of humor. I don't think he was old enough to really have gotten a sense of humor from him. But you know what I mean. Um, so, first of all, fuck that idea. That his dad would be embarrassed. But also, Pete goes on the roast, the Comedy Central roast, and other people <coughs> lambaste, like, just completely mock the fact that his dad died on 9-11. Pete has made fun of it. And uh, people just laugh along. Oh, isn't that great? Isn't it great that he's able to laugh at himself? Well, then maybe think about that for a second, and let that guy laugh at other people too. You know what I mean? Like I'm just sick. I'm, I'm just sick of that. And then on Twitter, so the people came out after me on Twitter, and said they thought they were going to get me. This guy on Twitter thought he was going to get me. He goes, "So would you be okay with race jokes?" (laughs) Yeah, obviously I'd be okay with race jokes. First of all. I don't think making a fun of a guy with an eye patch can be equated to racism. No matter how he suffered the injury, it's not the same as racism. But, furthermore, yeah, of course I'm fine with race jokes. So to be cute, I said, uh, yeah, some of my favorite comedians are Dave Chappelle, Patrice O'Neill, Chris Rock. Guys with some of the most, quote, racist jokes you'll ever hear. And they were like, you know what I mean, damn it! <laughs> they wanted to get me. They wanted me to say, yeah, I'd be okay with race jokes yeah, and, name, and name white guys. And then they'd say, Mike's a racist. So then they try; They go, no, no, no. And I was like, I'm not going to say. Yeah, obviously. I'm fine with white guys making black jokes and vice versa. And I'm fine with uh, Hispanics making race jokes and <coughs> women making gender jokes and uh, gay people and straight people making fun of it. I'm fine with it all. Either it's all acceptable or none of it is. Either Pete Davidson can make fun of a guy with an eye patch." And that guy can make fun of Pete Davidson's dad dying on 9-11, or neither should be able to happen. You should be able to make fun of everything or nothing. Now, I think if you... What they came back to me with is, should a white supremacist be able to do comedy? (laughs) First of all, yeah. Is he funny? (laughs) Thank you, Kate. Yeah, is he funny? Uh, First of all, if a white supremacist went on stage and said anything about any race, it probably wouldn't be jokes. <laughs> right. They would probably believe that stuff. Um, so that's that's where it's not comedy. And it's also probably not funny. But if anyone is funny, or anyone is attempting to be funny, uh, Patrice O'Neill, go look up uh, Patrice O'Neill defends Opie and Anthony. Um, no, not you, Caitlin, sorry. Oh. <laughs> I, it's too long to play on here. I was going to have you play it at the end, but it's just too long. So go look it up on your own. Um, I K- was like, Katelyn's- yes, sir. Caitlin's sick. I don't want I to do too much work. All right, guys, look it up yourselves. Caitlin's not well. She'll look it up for you next week. Um, yeah, look up uh, Patrice O'Neill defends Opie Anthony on Fox News. I think it should come up like that. And it's just a brilliant defense of – it's Patrice O'Neill, great comedian, no longer with us. Um. And some feminist were on the panel on Fox News. And Patrice O'Neill not only defended comedy and the idea, he goes, yeah, if you're attempting humor, you should be able to do whatever you want. He also got this feminist who was calling Patrice uh, a sexist and a racist and all this kind of stuff. Uh, he got her to laugh at one of his sexist jokes. And then, like, she kind of stopped to laugh and he goes, why are you laughing? You should be outraged. <laughs> it's a brilliant, just complete destruction of of an obvious phony. Uh Um, So I recommend everyone look at that. But, essentially what Patrice is saying, yeah, all of it should be on the table or none of it is. Now, when someone spits it out, you should be able to say that's not funny. But I don't think you should be able to say NBC shouldn't allow Pete on its airwaves. When he's a guy that Takes it as well as he gives it.
1: What about everybody in the crowd that laughed too? It was like every right. single person. Is everyone was everyone
0: in there is not, a, if, not an American. If apparently. people were like a true ooh, and
1: didn't have like the outburst reaction, then like maybe he would have then been like, oh, oops, like I don't know. It just
0: well, that's the thing, and that's the thing you see now with like they try to spin it as if they go they'll they'll say like the comedian's quote unquote joke or his alleged joke. It's like no no no. Don't put your spin on it. It was a joke. Now you may not have laughed at it, and that's fine. But it was a joke,
1: right? It's a late night TV joke, <laughs> right?
0: And I, I mean, just look at some of this stuff that wasn't even considered edgy twenty years ago. It's way worse than that. You can't make fun of a guy with an eye patch now. And the thing, like like Callahan was saying, it's not even funny. It is funny. Like the obvious eye patch reference is like a pirate. You know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, that would be almost hack. He went with a, a hitman in a porno movie, which you can immediately visualize. Like a porn would have like an over-the-top... Can the top you, Mike? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I certainly can. <laughs> it would have an over-the-top caricature mm-hmm. of what a hitman would be. So that's a funny, like well-thought-out thing. And it had nothing to do with how he got that injury. It wasn't unpatriotic. It wasn't an embarrassment to his father. It's like, come on. Let the kid make some jokes. Jesus Christ. What have we gotten to in this world? Um,
1: what do we have for time, Caitlin? We are like 40 minutes.
0: 40 minutes? All right. I'll save the WFAN stuff for another time. Francesa went off on uh, Boomer and Geo. It was kind of just a classic. If you've heard one Francesa rant, you've heard them all. But I thought it would, it would, it would have been something we could get to if, if, uh, if we had the time. But I'd like to keep – I don't want to go a full hour on this one like I did last week. So, guys, again, I appreciate the support. Uh, from all the, 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 the Minifans and the parody accounts out there. Um, I hope Kirk is back soon, where he belongs. I don't I don't know what the deal is, but we'll see. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. And as always, uh, follow me at blindmike underscore. Even if you listen to this show on wei.com, um, do me a favor. Are you listening? Do me a favor. Go to the old iTunes account. Don't have an Apple account? Make yourself one.
1: Just for this shit. Make
0: it. You must. Yeah, make it Blind Mike Fan 69 or whatever the, Whatever you would make it. <laughs> uh, and give us a five-star rating, positive review. Say that uh, I'm the ballsiest guy in Boston. The only guy with the stones to defend what's right and stick up for the little guy. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. Uh, remember, people. Don't go home with hope. You've been listening to Trash Talk Talk. with Blind Mike. Hear it again on WEEI.com, iTunes, and the Radio.com app. Tune in next week for another edition of Trash Talk, Talk. a presentation of WEEI.com.